Welcome to Category Visionaries, the show dedicated to exploring exciting visions for the future from the founders who are on the front lines building it. In each episode, we'll speak with a visionary founder who's building a new category or reimagining an existing one. We'll learn about the problem they solve, how their technology works, and unpack their vision for the future. I'm your host, Brett Stapper, CEO of Frontlines Media. Now let's dive right into today's episode. Hey, everyone, and thanks for listening. Today, I'm speaking with Daniel Burkholm, founder and CEO of Talent Hub, an HR tech platform that's raised $6 million in funding. Daniel, thanks for chatting with me today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. So before we begin talking about what you're building there at Talent Hub, let's start with a quick summary of who you are and a bit more about your background. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so I'm Daniel, based in uh, Copenhagen in Denmark. I've uh, been an entrepreneur since I was 18. Today, I'm 33. Started out building a company with uh, one of my good friends when we were still, you know, high school kids. And that company is actually today market leader in Denmark with an attraction of young people, just reached 100 employees. So, you know, a school project that actually went into a real company. Five years ago, we got a new idea, basically, and uh, could see that all the stuff that we knew about employer branding and attraction, etc., that we could convert that into a global scalable business. And that was the reason we found a telephone. Amazing. And two questions we'd like to ask just to better understand what makes you tick as a founder and as an entrepreneur. What CEO do you admire the most and what have you learned from them? Yeah, I've actually thought about this question, you know, because I think we have some quite cool Danish founders that I would like to uh, shout out to. One of them is an old guy, he's unfortunately dead. Uh, Lars Larsen is his name. He founded a one of the biggest Danish, Danish successes called Jusk Retail Chain. And I think what he did, starting out on his own, and 30 years later, they are all over the world, selling in most of Europe, also in Canada and so on. I think that's amazing and amazingly executed. So I actually think he would be my favorite. But I also have a founder in the, you know who's invested in us, Christian Brink Fredrickson, uh, CEO and founder of Leapwork. I admire him a lot. I think he's a great CEO, great founder. So, um, yeah, those are the names. Nice. And what's the biggest startup in Denmark? Who is like the big hot unicorn that everyone talks about? Unity Technologies might mm-hmm. be the might be the thing. I mean, um, also, in, I tend to say that, you know, Just Eat was founded by Jesper Book. So here in a basement in Denmark, I guess that's also a pretty amazing company. Skype was one of the first, you know, Danish, you know, tech startups that went all the way through. So that's also one of the one of the companies that we're super proud of. And how would you describe the state of the startup ecosystem there in in Denmark? Over the past years, it has really developed. I think we have seen Danish, especially tech scale ups with with lots of traction, raising you know bigger rounds than ever before, and there are also definitely more money available for Danish startups, which is super good. The ecosystem really starts to work. We have you know founders of of Pecan, founders of Unity, founders of Basecamp and so on that are investing back in the ecosystem and they can attract also money, you know, from the US, etc. So better than ever before, better than ever before. Nice. That's amazing to hear. And what about books? Is there a specific book that's had a major impact on you as a founder? And this could be a business book or just a personal book that's really shaped how you view the world? In my early years as an entrepreneur, I think what I need, really needed to figure out was, you know, selling. You know, that was that was crucial for building the first company to understand, you know, how to sell yourself, how to sell the product, how to sell the concept, etc. And I read a book by Frank Betker called, you know, How I Raised Myself from Failure to Success in Selling. And I was, you know, 20 years old. 
and that just you know made a crazy difference for me being a young guy uh, new into sales so um that was really good for me and then i would actually say within the past five years the book that i've read that made the biggest difference is probably good to great i think it has a lot of great stuff in it great principles i'm a huge fan of execution and i think that's a book about you know how to do that the best possible way nice i love that book it's crazy how it's really stood the test of time as well it's been when was that originally published wasn't it like 20 or 30 years ago something crazy like that something like that i mean and and the studies i think they started out in what was it 60s or 70s or something so (laughs) yeah it's so crazy Nice. Love that. Now let's talk about the origin story of Talent Hub. I know you touched on it at the start, but let's go back. You know, Day one, what really prompted the company to begin? And at a high level, what's the pitch that you make to customers? <laughs> yeah. So I was active in our you know, first company and I was sitting with, with customers. And, and one day I was sitting with a customer and, and he said to me, you know what, Daniel, we are really not in the business of recruiting. We are in the business of rejecting because we are rejecting a lot more people when, than we recruit. And, you know, that view on things were new to me. You know, we had done a lot of attraction campaigns and were focusing on how to get applicants for, for companies, etc. But then I was curious and asked, you know, so how many candidates do you have? And it was crazy. I mean, for that specific, you know, as a graduate program, they wanted to hire, I think it was 100 people, and they had 10,000 applicants. And then I was like, you know, what are you doing with the past, you know, or all the remaining 9,900? <laughs> and what do they feel about your company after that you rejected them and so on? And that was a black box. And that was where we went into a meeting room, me and, and a few from teams, and were like, okay, this is a problem if companies have no over their, you know, candidate experience. If they don't know what candidates think of them after that they have been through a recruitment process. And at the same time, we had just implemented, you know, an employee engagement tool and we were fascinated a lot by the idea of data and how to be data-driven. And then we were like, why is this not a part of a talent acquisition, you know, tech stack? So that was actually um, the reason we started Talent Hub and we did that back in 2017. The first year, year and a half, it was basically a company running next to the, the old company. And then I jumped over as full-time CEO in 2019. In short, Talent Hub is a company helping companies all over the world to uh, measure and improve their hiring experience. We are not an applicant tracking system, but we make it super easy for companies to understand their own hiring experience. And through data, we help them to you know, optimize it and, and basically transform as, as big a portion of the candidate pool to ambassadors as possible. And when you're selling to hiring teams, where are you seeing the most adoption? Is this you know, big enterprise? Is it mid-market, SMBs? Where are you seeing the most traction and adoption so far? Definitely bigger companies. So bigger companies with you know several recruiters, a hiring manager-driven approach to recruitment, where you have a centralized talent acquisition team that are responsible for the recruitment process, but where the execution can be in several departments, several countries, etc. So when you're sitting as the, for instance, global head of TA, you need data to understand if, you know, just the process that you have designed is also what is happening. And that's where our product really can make a difference. And when it comes to market categories, how do you think about market categories? Is this the candidate experience category or what is your actual market category? Well, I'm a huge believer of that 
recruitment is, you know, under change, under transformation these years. I truly believe that recruitment is becoming candidate centric and it's going from being company centric. You know, the job ad is created by the companies. It's the companies today owning the applicant tracking systems. It's the company sending out links to the candidates so they can, you know, do a personality test, et cetera. I believe that because of the power dynamics are changing in recruitment, that recruitment is getting, you know, more on candidates' terms. And the category that we would like to pioneer is we would like to call, you know, candidate-centric recruitment. But of course, we are a part of recruitment. We just think that something new is on its way. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. And what are you going about, you know, try to create that category and get the market to you know, understand the need for a new tool like you? Well, I think that the product we brought to market and have brought to market now is, is an example of a good starting point, you know, creating data and awareness around candidate experience. Use that to make, you know, before Talent Hub, you know, companies didn't have any insights into this, meaning that they did not understand that they potentially had a problem, you know, and that data can bring awareness. And that awareness very often also create innovation because then the next step for companies would, of course, be okay. There are things we can do better when we are hiring, you know, that that maybe are not prepared good enough for interviews or are happy with what we are writing in our mail communication or whatever. And then the next step would, of course, be to innovate that and improve it. And that's where we have also brought products to the market where we are more an active part of delivering a candidate experience. For instance, you know, uh, we have created a, a Talent Hub Candidate Learning Center, making it possible for companies to, you know, prepare candidates better, set them better up for success during a hiring process. Makes a lot of sense. And are you seeing adoption in the U.S. market or is most of this in Europe? Yeah, we are. I mean, um, of course, we have, have had most traction in Europe because, you know, that's where we are based and, and where we have had our focus. But we have definitely traction from the U.S. I think we are onboarding is it a handful of U.S. customers on a monthly basis right now. So super good to see. And yeah, we actually love working together with those customers because they really get it. <laughs> so they actually quite mature when it comes to data-driven recruitment and, and candidate experience. And do you see there's a difference between like the U.S. market and Europe, or is it pretty similar? I think the U.S. market might be a bit quicker at actually, you know, deciding, <laughs> to be honest, to implement our product. We have a bit shorter sales cycles in the U.S. than we have in Europe. But when implementing the product, the business cases, et cetera, that, that's the more or less the same. Also because we are mostly dealing with global companies. So even though we have European customers, they also have foot on the ground in the US and they're also using the product in the US. Nice. Makes a lot of sense. And are there any numbers or metrics you can share that demonstrate the growth and progress that you've seen so far? We more or less tripled our growth the first year. The past year here, we have doubled it. We are getting ready to raise our Series A round next year meaning that we are close to $2 million on our annual recurring revenue right now. And yeah, for us, it's all about, you know, keeping the traction, but also and at the same time, actually expand our product offering. So we are working on, you know, keeping the, the metrics as good as possible, but also bringing new, new stuff to the market because there's room for a lot of, uh, you know, innovation and improvement when it comes to recruitment, to be honest. And what would you say has been your greatest challenge in your go-to-market so far? And how'd you overcome that challenge? From the very beginning, maybe also because of the book that I mentioned in, <laughs> in the beginning, you know, we, we have focused a lot of on outbound and have been, you know, really, you know, aggressive on 
pitching to to customers. And I think that because that have been the focus, we haven't really you know put that much focus and succeeded that much with with our with inbound and our go to market. So that's definitely some of the things that we are we are focusing on now, and also partnerships actually, so that our go to market are not only you know one one track but have you know yeah several strategies and then yeah that has been a bit of a struggle to be honest but it's also hard with enterprises you know they are easier to get on outbound than they are inbound that's at least my experience (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what i've seen as well and last couple of questions here for you what would you say excites you most about the work you get to do every day i would say three things i think it's amazing to see that you know our product are used in today more than 160 countries as an entrepreneur and founder that's just amazing and Seeing, you know, big brands like, uh, you know, Red Bull, Volvo, Pandora, Snowflake, etc. Using Talent Hub to innovate their hiring process. That's amazing. And then, of course, it's also amazing building a, a company and doing it with great people. And uh, that amazed me a lot, you know. And and I feel very fortunate to be the CEO for a lot of, of passionate people from, yeah, I think we have more than 15 or 20 backgrounds in the team who have chosen us, chosen Talent Hub, either to join us or to stay with us because of the journey we are on. That's amazing. And last question here. If we zoom out into the future, what's the three-year vision for Talent Hub? We have, first of all, of course, launched more products for the companies, but we have actually also launched services for the candidates. Then most likely, or hopefully, we would have raised both Series A and B. Uh, That means that we would be uh, much bigger than we are today. And as a part of this, this, I expect us to have food on the ground in the U.S. Maybe I'm even there myself. Maybe all on the ground or a continent. So we both have Europe, U.S. and then one other. So that's what I imagine. Amazing. Well, unfortunately, that's all we're going to have time to cover for today. Before we wrap, if people want to follow along with your journey as you continue to build, where's the best place for them to go? LinkedIn, talenthub.io. Awesome. Daniel, thank you so much for taking the time to chat, talk about what you're building and share your vision. This all sounds super exciting and we look forward to seeing you execute on this vision. Thank you, Brad. It was a pleasure talking to you. All right. Keep in touch.